You ready? Good morning. Welcome to church. I'm Jesse Peterson. Thank you so much for being with me. You can get involved by going to our YouTube channel, and whatever your questions or comments are, I can get to them. Good morning, everybody. How y'all? Amazing. Oh, amazing. <laughs> I, uh, I got to tell you this first so I don't forget. So I wrote it down that I would not forget it. Um, where's Mark? He went to the bathroom? Why do Mexicans always pick the wrong time to go to the bathroom? <laughs> well, when Mark comes back, I'll tell you this. All right? In the meantime, I uh, hope everybody's having a good New Year so far. Things are working out. Um, any questions for me? This is a fellowship, not a preaching thing, all right? Anybody have any questions or comments or agreements or disagreements? Oh, there's Mark. Come here, Mark. Why you had the mic? Oh, why did you give him the mic? So stand right there. Can you stand up? Have your wife stand up. I got to tell you that Mark's wife got to go in the house. Isn't that amazing? She got to go in the house. Do you know what that means? You don't know what it means? We need to bring back the good old days. Do you know what it means there? What? You know what expected me? <laughs> what? Food? Yeah, Uber food. So, she is having a baby. <laughs> Amazing. Rebuilding a family. That's what we do. Congratulations, guys. Mark didn't waste any time, huh? <laughs> the morning, the night off. <laughs> White babies. But congratulations, guys. That's amazing. You didn't waste any time. Like, come on, let's make a baby. <laughs> any questions? No, okay. Um, what's the theme for this year for the church service? Right there, yeah. I forgot. I know you haven't been doing it. Uh, what's the theme for this year, church service? Oh, hold on a minute. Let me get you on the mic. Uh, I don't know the theme. You don't know? Oh, this is your first time here? Yeah, this is my first time here. Oh, welcome, man. Thank you. What's your name? Juan. Juan. Any questions or anything? Uh, I drove all the way from San Francisco to, to like, meet you in person. Uh, right on. La last year, uh, you had a big impact in me moving out of my house, uh, com confronting my mom, and everything has been changing ever since. Right on, man. Yeah. So did you drive down this morning? Uh, last night. That's amazing. Well, so you moved out and life is happening, huh? Yeah, ev everything is like, uh, I, I guess, my whole, I, I feel like a man. Yeah. Uh, ev everything, just everything has changed for the better. How old are you now? Uh, I turned 26 in November. I moved out a month before my 26th birthday. What, um, 
What was it that had you stand home as an adult man? Why, I mean, before you heard me, what were you thinking? I think that it's very common uh, amongst like Mexican families for, for them to keep you there. Uh, my brother's still there, and he'll say, oh, I, I, I need, I'm saving money here. I'm saving money. Even my mom told me when I was leaving, uh, why, I don't know why you're leaving. Uh, my dad, too, they're like, you, you can save your money here. Uh, we're not kicking you out, this and that. And, so, and they were putting all these thoughts in my head to try to be like, you're not going to make it. So yeah. I realized that it is true. Like, they're, they're trying to keep you in. I don't know why. I guess it's in their own head. I don't well, that's good, man. I'm glad you're out of there. Yeah, thank you. You're not supposed to stay with mama to save money. You're supposed to go out and learn to save money with, while the issues are happening. And that, that's very true because, and I didn't save no money because I felt like I would just waste it because I, no, I didn't have no bills or anything like that. Yeah. Now, I, I think ahead like, oh, I'm going to, I make my own food. I'm thinking, I'm thinking way ahead. Yeah, that's right. Because I know I got bills to pay. I'm yeah. thinking of my future, trying to improve. I didn't think of any of that before, so it it's, it's keeps you there. Such a sad way to live. It is. Did you, um, were you dating while you were living home? Uh, yeah, I was. And so what would you tell, when you said, come over, what would you tell the girl? <laughs> <laughs> come over to mama's house? That's oh. her right here. Oh, that's her. <laughs> what would he say to you when you was going to go to his place? Um, well, we would always just go to my house to, oh. because I live alone. Ooh. I've been living alone since I was 18. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> You lived on your own since 18. Yes. So the man would come to your place. Yes. And what would you be thinking? Like, do you have a place? Or? <laughs> <laughs> I, I knew he lived at home. You and, did? Yeah. Um, but for, like, more privacy and just spend time together, it would be easier to do it at my house. Right. Versus his house because we would have to be around his whole family, his mom, his dad, his sister, his brother. Wow. Um, so it was a full house. So it was like we the there. role has switched. Yeah. <laughs> uh, amazing. And so why would a woman date a man that still lives at home with mama? Why did you date him at that time, knowing he still lived with his mother? Um, and you were on your own. I, don't, I, I didn't really look past. I mean, I looked past it. It didn't really bother me. Right. Um, because I knew I wasn't living at home, so at least there was a place where we could go both to go to to right. hang out or like be around each other. Um, that didn't involve so much family to be around. So did you feel like you were a better man than him? <laughs> In a lot of aspects, I do think that I am better than him because I was able to move out at 18, become independent. Yeah. Learn how to pay my own bills. I learned the struggle t of going to college and working and doing everything that I feel like he has not done and did not do until recently. Right. Um, yeah. Did you know she felt that way about you? Like, a beta male. No, like, uh, <laughs> I realized that, yeah, I was, and... Now that I, I've always been into psychology, and then I'll read stuff, like there's a lot of like like the Peter Pan syndrome. There's a lot of like man-childs out there. Yeah. And 
they like buy all these cars, they buy all this stuff and they're like, oh, I'm doing this for this reason and, and they stay at home and uh, I wish I would have done it a long time ago. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, what can I say now? Right, I, I right. did it now. You did it. That's yeah. right. Amazing. So do you like him now that he's on his own? I do. You do? Yeah. All right. Um, any questions? This is your first time too, right? Yes. Any questions for me? Or disagreements? I'm sorry? Any disagreements about anything? No. What kind of guy is he now or becoming? I, he's more independent for sure. I, I do see that. Um, he's more open and understands when I would say that I, if I was struggling, I feel like he understands that now, which I don't think he understood that before. Yeah. Because yeah. he's able to see now, this is how I'm supposed to save. It's easier for you to put money on credit cards when you don't have it and I think he's understanding that now versus before. He was like, I, I live at home. It doesn't really bother me. Like, yeah. I'll have food if I get home, whether I have money or not. In my case, I know that if I don't work or I, no one else is helping me out. My parents stopped taking care of me since I was 18, so I right can on. see that. Well, difference. I'm glad you're getting better, man. Yeah. I, Otherwise, you'd be having little beta babies. <laughs> <laughs> beta baby. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying every. Uh, yeah, I'm. I, I feel like it's. I've grown a lot within the past year. Yeah, uh, it's I happening. Mean, yeah, they. I mean, they still like will try to, uh, like manipulate me in certain ways. So I just try not to even hang out with them or even see your them parents. Like yeah. Oh yeah. I still need to talk to my dad though. I haven't. I haven't talked to him yet. I talked to my mom and I told her every, uh, that I forgave her. I forgave my dad already, but I haven't talked to him yet and told him that. I does know. your mother call you every day? Yeah, she does. You know what she said? What? She said, I told her I was coming here to see you. She said, you could go see him, but you can't come visit me. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I was at a meeting recently, and, and I've heard this before. This happened to the girls and the boys, right, when they become adults. They be trying to they try to get away from the mother, but she'll call them every day. Yeah. Like call and they and 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 while they live with the mother, if they go out at night, the mother be calling calling them while they're on a date. Where are you? <laughs> Come on to mama. And they're like, Mama, leave me alone. And and the mother won't back off, so the adult child will change the phone number. And the mother will not get the hint. Well, maybe they don't want to talk to me, right? The mother would go and ask one of the family members or somebody else for the number, and she'll start harassing again. I'm like, what the? <laughs> <laughs> that's abuse, right? Yeah. No, they. That that's... is like total child abuse, adult abuse. <laughs> Do you know when I left home, my parents never called me to ask me how I was doing. I never even heard from them. But I wasn't expecting to hear from them. I didn't want to hear from them. I wasn't thinking, oh, they need to check up on me, right? Or if I went out on a date, they never say, well, what time are you getting home? I'd be like, none of your business. What do you mean? <laughs> but I, that wasn't going on when I was growing up. I don't understand the mothers doing that to their, to their children, adult children especially. Amazing. Well, I'm glad you're out of there, man. Thank you, thank you. Any other questions? Uh, 
No, not, nothing that I can. Do really you tell your girlfriend all your problems? Uh, no, well, you know. Uh huh. Uh -huh. What? No. <laughs> we yeah. actually we we actually broke up. Uh, I felt like we both had things we needed to to um, to like get together, like fix on our own. Right. And so we actually broke up. We're just like uh, really good friends now. Uh, oh, you guys I, are friends now? Yeah, I don't like I like like I like I think like seek the kingdom of heaven and then everything else will fall into place. That's pretty much how I think. I we broke up and then if if it does if it is meant to happen, yeah. I already told her that that that's where it'll go. Like so, we just talk. It's basically like we're dating, but I, we don't know. I mean, we're not boyfriend and girlfriend right now. Oh, yeah. well, do we have any guys here available? <laughs> we got a lady about it. How would you feel if somebody else drove her back to San Francisco? <laughs> we see how long that lasts. <laughs> you like it like that? To break up and just be friends? Um, right now, yes, because I get to focus on myself and what I want. Right on. Um, and I, I'm thinking more about my future. Versus before, I felt like I was controlling the situation um, or the relationship, but I don't. Now it just seems better in a way. Good. Right on. Oh, amazing. <laughs> that is so nice. I'm glad to hear that. Uh, any other questions for me? You have any questions? Okay. Um, when you first heard about me, that he was listening to me, what were your first thought? What the? Uh, <laughs> who is that um, black man? <laughs> He ain't women. <laughs> I. You can be honest. What was your first thought? I was like, "What is this? He's crazy." <laughs> you said he's crazy. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And, and why did you think I was crazy at first? Um. There's just some things I don't agree with, and. I respect it, so right. I still listen, and I find you very funny. Yeah. So I still You know listen. how bad people are. Yeah. <laughs> we so. could be funny. <laughs> we can't work, but we could be funny. <laughs> <laughs> no message. Um, are you able to think of one thing you disagree with? Um, we were listening to the Tasha... Or the one on Friday, the Fallen State. Uh, yes. The, when you interviewed. Yes. The uh, porn star. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. <laughs> you disagree with what about that? Um, about the. Well, um, I think it was a topic about sexual assault and uh, consent. That's something that I just. I don't. What, what was said about it that um, that you disagree with? I don't remember. I don't remember either. <laughs> but I disagreed with something you said about uh, consent. Oh, uh, we were talking about. We were, yes. Yes. Exactly. What was that? Trump's access Hollywood tape. What he said was talking about consensual. That's what she disagreed with. How do you know? Are you dating her? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. what she was trying to say. No, that's yeah. what she was trying to say. Hold on, Mama. You don't know that. <laughs> I'm right. I'm you, right. No. Yeah. Is that what you disagree with? Yeah, no. Yes, I did disagree with that. Now, I don't know your thoughts. 
Mama spoke up. Um, what, what was it said about that? I don't remember. Um, it was just how Trump said that he would, he had made a comment about grabbing women. Oh. Um, but I, I really can't think about it right now. But. You forgot. Yeah. He said something like, uh, if you are famous or something like that, yeah. uh, it's easy to grab them. But that was true. That's true. Right? <laughs> Women love famous men, right? They don't want to be grabbed. Then why they go walk up on you? Huh? They let you do it. What about that? Oh, you don't like Trump? It's all right not to like him if you don't like him. You don't like him? I took her to the Trump Tower and she just... Speak to the mic for me. I took her to the Trump Tower and she, she just sat in the corner mad at me. <laughs> we gotta get you saved <laughs> you need Jesus why don't you like him and I'm not telling anyone how to vote or anything but why do you not like him I do like some of the things that he's doing economic wise right. he's very um, business savvy that's what he's known for Yes. Um, but some of the things he does or say, he seems, I, I read his tweets, he, I don't agree with a lot of the things he says. Um, Can you think of one thing? Uh, other than grabbing. Grabbing, other than grabbing. Um, <laughs> ice, for example, separating families. What um, do you mean? Well, he's separating kids from their families and the getting them deported. Um, that's one of the things that I don't agree with. Oh, you mean like, you're talking about the illegal alien kids? Yeah. Oh, um, is that his fault that they broke the law and that's the consequence that they get for breaking the law? No, but there is humane ways to sep to remove people. Wait, versus, oh. There's been people dying, especially kids, and it's not their fault that their parents came here illegally. It so why is it choice. his fault instead of the parents' fault? They knew that they were breaking the law, right? When they packed up to come down, shouldn't that be on them and not on, on the president? Because if you break the law, whatever the consequences are, you have to deal with it. It's your fault. Trump didn't call them up and say, hey, y'all come on down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So why isn't it 100% the parents' fault? If you went to the store and robbed the store, and you get caught and go to jail, is it their fault that they have to put you in jail? No. Who fault is it? Mine. I'm sorry? Mine. So why is it their fault then? It is their fault, but the way they're being removed and being treated while they're in the facility. Oh, you mean those little hut things? Yeah, the little hut things. They're living better than you. <laughs> They really ought to get good, clean water, clean beds, free food, and they don't have to pay rent. Really, they're living high on the hog. The media just show you, try to make it look bad, but they're doing very well. Yeah. Better than they are when I become president. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tear down the huts. <laughs> well... 
Just pray on it. You know how the Christians say pray on it? I think you'll like it. Pay attention. Because you're a tough lady. You're out on your own at 18. You like those kind of people, President Trump. Don't listen to the media. How old are you? 25. Wow. Yeah. But just pray on it. And if all these guys were honest about grabbing, you'd be surprised. (laughs) And the girls, too, they grab. More girls are grabbing nowadays than the boys because the boys are afraid to grab now. Did you know that? No. Yeah. <laughs> she said no. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Any other questions? I, I got to move on. Anything else? No. I'm glad you're here, all right? Um, anybody have any questions? No? I do. Yes. Hi, Jesse. Hi. Um, Last night I was speaking to a friend that's very familiar with you, and he's been to church. Yes. And he brought up this um, this uh, concept of um, basically when um, when we go and forgive our parents, we um, are basically um, implying that they did something wrong to us. Absolutely. And when we do that, we are judging. No. I mean, you are judging until you forgive them. That's the whole point is to forgive them so you can stop judging and, and love them rather than hating them. Okay. Hate them. Because so what, he's, what he mentioned, and he heard this on the radio by um, some guy that um, basically has a lot of your ideas. And he said that only God can judge and only God can forgive and only God is love. So by us going and forgiving, then we're playing God because we're implying that people did something wrong in order for us to forgive them. When in reality... By you forgiving, you're playing God? Yeah, because God is the only one that can forgive. Well, he's partially right, but stay away from that person. They're on pot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm confused now. Do you know what I mean? That like yeah. only God can forgive. That's why and God, only God said can judge. go and forgive. And I will forgive you. He means stop hating them because they couldn't help themselves. But only God can take away that spirit, that uh, unforgiving spirit. And only he can take it away. No human being can take that away from you. And then once he takes it away, he can draw you into the kingdom of heaven. Because that spirit is of Satan. And he's not going to draw you into the kingdom of heaven with, with the spirit of Satan. Mm-hmm. So once we forgive, I mean, we shouldn't go our lives forgiving people because then that means we're passing judgment on people by saying oh this person did something wrong then I must forgive them therefore we're putting ourselves above and playing God by saying oh someone did something wrong we should just not pass judgment whatsoever even if someone you should discern once you forgive your nature is going to switch from hate to love right Mm -hmm. from Satan to God which is perfect love and once you forgive you never hate again because you have a a brand new nature. So it's impossible to hate. So if someone should do you wrong, you're going to speak up and deal with it, but you won't hate them. You cannot hate them. Because once you're born again, you can't be unborn. And by not hating, we won't be judging. Right. You discern it, which is judgment without hate. Okay. So then when we're going to our parents and forgiving, that's discernment. That's not judgment. That's still judgment. Because the love doesn't come until after you forgive. 
then you're able to discern. Okay. Don't talk to that guy anymore. <laughs> you well, are confused. I thought now. he was. A, I mean, I thought he was interesting that he, you know, he said because he had a friend that went. He told his friend, a friend of his, to go and forgive his parents, and his friend went and forgave his parents. Yeah. But then, after he listened to this guy on the radio. And the guy said, we are nobody to forgive anybody because we're not God. Only God can forgive. Then he went back to his friend and said, but I'm forgive- sorry, I shouldn't have told you to forgive your parents. You just not judge them. <laughs> your forgiveness is, I am wrong for hating you. Right. That's the forgiveness. I'm wrong for hating you. I'm wrong for being mad at you because when you, I was, while growing up, you were a nutcase. And I became angry at you. I couldn't help it then because I was young. But I'm wrong for, for hating you for what you are. That's what the forgiveness on your part is, and then God will forgive you as you forgive them. So we shouldn't list all the things that their parents did wrong when we go and forgive them. We shouldn't say, oh, no. you did this, you neglected me, and I forgive you. No, you'll be there all the rest of your life. <laughs> 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 you don't, need this, don't even plan what you're going to say. It'll come. Right. Yeah. But once you forgive... You don't have to worry about that anymore because your nature is now a perfect love. And in that, there is no hatred. Okay. But you don't need to list everything. Okay. All right? Did you forgive your mother yet? I did. Oh, okay. Twice. Twice? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, but then, I, I, because I was struggling with that because I've been staying with her, as you know, and, um, and I constantly keep saying I need to forgive her for what she's doing because she doesn't know any better and this and that. But then I thought... Well, if I'm constantly forgiving her, then I'm constantly putting myself above her by playing God and saying that what she's doing is wrong. Where in reality, I should, I should have absolutely no opinion of what she's doing and just be and know that only God can judge her and only God can forgive her. I think what you don't understand, you, what you are doing wrong, when you go and forgive, Satan's going to try to convince you that you have not forgiven. So he'll tell you, oh, look at you, you have not forgiven now you, you go and do it again, and then as soon as you, because you're growing, excuse <coughs> me, you are growing away from those thoughts, he, you're still addicted to them. So you're still going to believe some of these thoughts for a while because you're growing. But if you just know it's a thought and it's not real, eventually they get farther and farther away from you, and he can't convince you of anything. But some people listen to Satan right after they forgive, and they say, oh, you didn't do it right. Look what you're feeling. That's what you're doing. Right. You're still listening to his voice. Yeah. And it only happens when I'm around her. Because when I'm far away from her, I don't have those thoughts. Right. And so when you're around her now, doubt the thoughts and just be yourself. All right? Mm-hmm. Don't listen to what Satan has to tell you about them. Okay. Thank you. Yes, you're welcome. Yes, ma'am. Are you going back to Vegas today? Okay. I I just wanted to speak to what she was saying that um, uh, forgiveness. I don't think necessarily means that you're judging someone because it just it just means that you're not holding it against them whatever they've done. You have to recognize when things are wrong in order to live in the world, and you have to have discernment. Yeah. So yeah. you have to know when something's wrong, and the forgiveness is just to say, I'm not going to hold you, that against you. And um, I've been listening to the old church services, and one thing I heard. Jesse say 
was that it was so easy for him to, to forgive because he realized he's no better than anybody else. Right. And that's been helping me all week long, you know, yeah. when people, you know, make you mad in traffic and things. I think about all the stupid things I do when I'm driving. Um, when people have, you know, opinions that I think are dangerous to think about, all the dumb things I've thought in my life. That's like, right. I'm no better than anyone else. And um, I understand what the guy's trying to get at when he says that, that that's kind of like, playing God. I see where he's going with it, but there's just another level of it that I don't agree with. And it's right in the Lord's <coughs> prayer that that you you forgive so you can be forgiven. You know, yeah, forgive us our God, God said, go and forgive. You know, so if God thought we were judging, he's not going to say go and forgive. He would say, go and judge some more. Right? But he says, go and forgive. Tell that guy to stay off the pot. <laughs> Well, you need to get drunk. <laughs> All right. Amazing. You're absolutely right. Any other, just, um, any other thing you want to say? No. Let me ask. Oh, okay, James. Online question. I want to ask about my biblical question. Should a man romance a woman? Uh-huh. Yes, James. Diane M. is on YouTube live chat. She, she asks... How does a 40-something-year-old woman find her purpose in life when it feels like you're just living for everyone else? No direction. How does a 40-something-year-old woman find her purpose? Uh, oh, stop looking for it. Don't look for a purpose. Seek first the kingdom of God in his right way, and everything will be added. He knows what he wants you to do, and he will show you you'll find yourself doing it. You're not supposed to be looking for a purpose and stop listening to Oprah. <laughs> What's your purpose? No, don't look for it. Only see God. Don't see anything or anybody else. Uh, but see him and you'll find it. All right? It will happen. Yes, sir. That's it? Okay. Um, who do I want to ask? Let me do this first. This is, um, let me ask right here, this young lady. Should a man romance a woman? Um, I just recently heard um, on the YouTube video from a street preacher, he was talking about dehumanization, how a pastor said that his wife was a nobody and a nothing. And if you don't show any, um, uh, not necessarily romance, but affection, then he's a wicked person. So I'll... It, you know, romance could just be uh, showing, you know, affection. So should a man romance a woman? My answer based on that would be yes. Oh, amazing. Does your husband romance you? No, but he's wicked. <laughs> <laughs> you wicked man. All in the name. And so how do you handle him not romancing you? I express myself to him and I say, you're not you know, living up to this, because it's biblical, you need to, you know, it's biblical. he's going to have to answer to God if he doesn't yeah, make you his answer wife to God, feel man. beautiful. The first thing God want to know, why do you romance your woman? <laughs> if you don't answer correctly, you're going to hell. <laughs> um, what's his excuse for not romancing you? Well, maybe he wants to make him feel um, you know I mean he is a leader he is in charge he's all these wonderful things as a man in the household but 
Um, we just want a little bit of appreciation and show that. You when know, you say we. Myself, acknowledge, uh, you know. I was that, thinking, does that, he have you know, more than one wife? I guess. <laughs> Maybe. What does it feel like that he does not romance you? How does that feel? Empty and, uh, but yeah. I, because I'm good in my skin, I'm, I'm you know, like, I'm, uh, I could, you know, in, in a sense, um, encourage myself, like, you know, hey, I'm beautiful, and, you know, because I'm... So you lie to yourself. Uh, <laughs> I beautiful. encourage myself. I'm wonderfully made. I mean, I encourage myself because I don't want to be, like, in a down, you know, like, feel because, down. So when he does a romance, you, you feel empty? Yes. And so now you have to convince yourself that you're all right? And I'm somebody, and I'm, you know, I'm all right. You know, I can't expect him to do that for me if he's not willing, so I'm just going to... And he'll he'll probably, and I'll say it in front of him too, and he'll say, "Oh, that's vanity," or, uh, you know, you're just um, being conceited or whatever. But if if you're not going to do it, I'm going to do it. Yeah, I love yourself, me. Huh? I love me some me. That's that's my saying. You that's know? amazing. <laughs> you make a very interesting point, though, that when ladies are not romance, they do feel empty, like something is missing. Um, how long do you expect him to do that? Well, he needs to realize that he needs to get get in uh, get in the program. Yeah, know. get in the program. <laughs> get with it. Um, amazing. Okay. Yes. Uh, let me ask another lady. With the baby, should a man romance a woman? Yes. And why do you say yes? Because I want to know what I'm getting myself into, if you're worth it or not. Ooh. <laughs> so you want to know what you're getting into by him romancing you? Yeah, if you're a good... If you, well, she has a point. Men who don't romance, they're wicked. Like, Ooh. I want to know I'm going to be with a good man, so you better treat me good. And so romancing you make you feel like that's a good man? Well, you start to see their true colors and who they really are as a person. If he didn't romance me, this baby wouldn't be here. We wouldn't be here. Oh, yeah? <laughs> Ooh, beta. <laughs> hey, he's, he's trying to be an alpha, okay? Oh, he's yeah. trying. <laughs> it's hard for him to be an alpha male? <laughs> he listens to you, so he thinks he is. Oh, beta. <laughs> um... And what does it feel like when he's not romancing you? Mm, I'm secure with myself, so it really, it, it doesn't really bother me. Does it feel like he doesn't love you when he no, doesn't? No, I know he still loves me. Does it feel like, do you have an emptiness when he doesn't, like something missing? No, because I'm secure. Well, why do you make him romance you? Uh, in the beginning, he had to romance me. Like, he had to woo me. But as we've been together 10 years. She was actually asking me recently what we were going to do for Valentine's. And I was like, girl, we've been together 10 years. He, if we go out to, to a little mill, like, yeah. that's fine. Like, he doesn't need to do anything special. Like, he's not trying to win me over, that's for sure. The job's already done. It's sealed. We're married. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Amazing. So at one time you romance your wife, your girl, I mean, her? Yes. Yes, I did. And Why? Because I was deep in the uh, beta mode. <laughs> yeah. And now you don't romance anymore? Uh, less and less because, I, I mean, uh, 
Um, well, I, less beta romance for sure. I'm, I'm trying to grow out of that. Right. Um, I mean, now she, I mean, she says she's secure. I mean, I, I, kind of like uh, I, I think maybe she's getting romanced by some other, I don't know, maybe spirit or something like that. But I'm, I'm just not providing that kind of attention, uh, you know, because it leads to bad behavior. And then she thinks she's the king of the house and starts yelling and Ooh. carrying on. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I try, I try just to get away from that, yeah. So when she's complaining about no romance, you, you just say, whatever? Oh, no. Well, she, she doesn't complain right now about no romance because she's... Um, yeah, she's, she's got a lot of other things going on. She's, yeah. yeah, so... It costs too much to romance anyway, yeah, it's, right? It's, it's uh, illogical. They want a $10 yeah. meal... <laughs> no, a tw- $21 meal. Yeah. yeah. They want a free trip. Yeah, but now now I'm just trying to, like, keep it really, like, I'm I just trying to buy some groceries, you know, bring them home, and then if something happens with them, then whatever, you know. But, what made you start, why did you romance in the beginning? Where did that come from? Oh, um, Hollywood, I mean, it, it, everything on the TV, you know, all that tells you how to, you got to take her out to eat or all this kind of stuff. And oh, okay. just listen to the wrong sources, yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Well, interesting. Should a man romance a woman right here in front of you? Yeah. Absolutely not. Absolutely not? No. And why do you say no? Uh, any man trying to romance <clears throat> me is in the flesh. So he doesn't have good intentions. Uh, uh, he's basically giving in to being of this world. And any woman that feels like a void from not having romance doesn't know God's love. So before you woke up, uh, did you want a guy to romance you? Oh, absolutely. I was very misled Yeah. in that sense. And so are you dating or married now? No. Oh, good. So you're over that now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, let's see here. Right here. Should a man romance a woman? So I would say no. Um, mainly because if you're romancing them, you're trying to fill them up with something that God can fill you with. So Have you ever romanced a woman? When I was a beta, yeah. Yeah. And when did you stop? Yesterday? Two weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I better stop before I go to church. That's... <laughs> You you stopped two weeks ago romancing. Yeah, yeah. And and are you married? No. How did you? How your girlfriend? You was a girlfriend. No more. She broke up with you when you stopped romancing. Yeah. Oh, she did. What did she say? Why aren't we going out as much? You know, things like that. She said, "What now? Why aren't we going out as much? Or you know, why aren't you spending more time with me?" Um, yeah. That was kind of it. And we, and so she said, I don't want you anymore since you're not romancing me? Well, two weeks ago she said that. So we'll see in a couple of weeks what she says. Yeah. Oh, she might come back? Uh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> what made you romance from the beginning? Why did you start off doing that? Uh, mimic what my father did. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And he's a beta. So yeah. Good. Amazing. I love him. Still a beta. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you can love beta. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Any questions for me? 
Uh, I noticed after forgiving my mother uh, about two weeks ago, um, it's really peaceful now, but uh, I noticed that my dreams are really intense, really negative. Yeah. I noticed that there's a distance between the dreams now, but also um, a lot more thoughts, but not like I'm thinking them. Right. So it seems like it's part of the transition. You know, it's calm most of the time, but then there's like a storm of yeah. fury. It's changing. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Yeah. You, as you overcome the anger, that will change. Yeah. 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 So it's no big deal. Sounds good. Yeah. Amazing, man. Um, I saw your hand. Yeah. Okay. Is it a question, should a man romance a woman? No, I uh, No, whatever you raise your hand for, go ahead. Oh, because um, I, I used to go to, or, well, I still go to church, but when I would go to church, they would always say, um, oh, you need to find out your spiritual gifts, and then you're just like, what the hell? Uh, no. Like, what does it matter? So. You've been listening to Joel. Yeah, so, <laughs> so now I'm like, I'm like oh. Because the whole time I was thinking, like, what the, what does it matter? Like, why are you guys so focused on that? Yeah. Um, it was bothering me. So so now that I'm hearing this, I was, like, thinking maybe that's pointless. Like, God will, whatever the time is that he has you need, that you need to do something. Like, if you need to heal somebody, you know, from crapping on themselves. Or it'll whatever. just happen. Yeah, it'll happen. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So that, that's what In I was the saying. Bible, it says uh, your gift will find you. It doesn't tell you to look for it. Well, for some reason, the preachers are teaching to look for it. But it says it will find you. Um, in the Bible, right here, I want to ask this young lady a real quick question. In the Bible, does it say for the man to romance the woman? No, no. But I thought you said that was in the Bible. No, I just, it, the fact that the, um, the part where you're acknowledging, you know, your wife is affection in an affectionate way. Does show. it say acknowledge her in an affectionate way? No, I just. Well, why are you up there? Well, because on the Bible? It, it's the. I was just. Ex, I was just um, saying about the dehumanization, meaning like she's just a nobody, like nothing. Even even in a marriage where you know they're they're the nurturing, one, you know. So if they don't, if I understand, there's not going to be a leadership, and because I was a pastor that said that, so. And that, but it could be. I don't know. I have to search it. You know, as far, the, the the part where well, the Bible does speak about how you treat a woman, right? That the husband but, treats. But it the doesn't woman. say romance them. No, no. But how he's going to answer? You know, who's going to answer your wicked my husband? husband. <laughs> my husband. So does the Bible say your husband is wicked if he doesn't romance you? Well, it could. It's just, it's a it's a term that you can use if he's not doing it, I guess. But it's not necessarily. So does the Bible say you can call him wicked if he doesn't romance you? It does. It wouldn't say that. No, not in that. Term. Well, what are you talking about? The the fact that he would have to answer to how he treats his wife as Christ loved the church. Right. You know, you know that kind of. That and you aspect. think that means romance you? No, not at all. Not at all. What do you think that means? Um, in in a marriage, I think just. For me, it would just be to um, make me feel worthy, acknowledge me. Not that I'm not secure. But if but, you, but if you are secure within yourself, of, why does he need to make you feel worthy? It, it's just a validation, maybe. What kind of validation? Just to see that I'm, you know, thumbs up, encouraging, you know, that kind. But, but if you feel secure, why do you need that? Because the I, I, I believe... What God revealed to me, that that family, especially the the sanctity 
of the family and marriage. It's being attacked since the beginning. You right. know, God, that God designed that since the beginning, so it's going to always be under attack. And uh, and so, you know, in my marriage, it didn't. It wasn't founded on a good, you know, solid foundation. You know how we could, you know, just rely on each other that way. Yeah. But because now that I have the reborn experience in the natural. You know, I don't have to have heartache, and I don't have to go through, you know, arguing and fussing and fighting for just nothing, you know. So it's just now that we have a, an understanding, now we could, under, you know, now we could build a, a relationship in, in our marriage and thrive. But so what's going to happen to him? Because he, he doesn't look like he's going to ever romance you again. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we just, we're, we're, you know, we're a team, you know, as a marriage, you know, we're a team, and... We we just know our role, you know. We know what our role is in in our household, and and I'm 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 good with that. Oh, okay. I don't want to be superior to a man in no way, shape, or form. So, so I know that are you, you don't try to make him romance you. No. You no. still cook dinner if he doesn't romance. I do whatever I can to please my husband, but. So um, what would happen if you made dinner and he like just ate dinner and got up and left? Um. The good thing about it is, you know, we we could uh, I could express myself and to him and let him know, hey, I didn't care for that or whatever, you know. That's oh, okay. the, that's that's the, the whole thing about being in a marriage, you know. Oh, okay. We don't have to hide anything or feelings. We could just express ourselves. However. Amazing. Let me ask this young lady: Should a man romance a, a woman? Me? Right here. Yeah. Hold on for the mic. Yeah. Yes, I think so. And, and why? You got to win me over. So what? <laughs> you got to win me over. Ooh. And why <laughs> does he have to win you over? <laughs> it makes me feel wanted. Make you do. feel wanted. Yes. And why do you feel unwanted? If he's not doing anything to show affection or try and romance me, then I'm going to feel unwanted. Why? Because he's not doing anything, I feel like, to show it. By romancing me, I feel like he's showing that he would want me. And does he have to do that all his life? No. At what point can he stop romancing you? <laughs> I can't say. It probably depends on... Does he die? <laughs> but even you like can stop now <laughs> you did <laughs> but it doesn't always have to be like materialistically like for example the way I grew up and watched my parents like my dad will do things for my mom like he'll he'll go, go to the grocery store for her to, to get the groceries for her or he'll cook dinner for the family just like gestures like that. Like that's how I grew up watching my parents. Oh, okay. Like he's not always buying her these nice things. Um, come Valentine's Day, birthday, he still, he still remembers. He'll get her like a card and some flowers. But other than that, there's other like little things that my mom, my, my dad will do for my mom to make my mom feel appreciated. And is he still living? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're both still living. They're He's together? They're still together? Yes. Oh, okay. There's four. They had, uh, so four are you married? Yes. No, and, no, me, me, no. <laughs> no. Are you dating? Um, I won't discuss my date, dating life in front of my daughter. She's right oh, here. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> Just say yes or no to this. So when you date, does the guy romance you? Not anything about that. 
Uh, yes. But if they didn't, you wouldn't have anything to do with them? Probably not. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> you go sit next to her. Okay. <laughs> no. Esteban, any questions for me? Any disagreement or any questions? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Esteban, what do you say to this question? I forgot what you said last Sunday. Should a man romance a woman? I said no because it seems like the way they do it nowadays, it seems like they're, like, manipulating Oh, do you have a girlfriend? No. That's why. <laughs> I mean, and I don't know. It's like when you watch movies in Hollywood, and like the way like there's this show with like romance and stuff like that it seems so uh, really dumb. You know, it's like you gotta pull over and stuff like that. So you gotta do what? Like you gotta go through like hoops and uh, go through like hell and back. <laughs> You know, it's it's good to be nice, you know, if you're, like, married or whatever, and be selfless. But, like, when it comes to, like, uh, the way, like, the, the image that they put up, it seems, like, uh, like twisted to me, you know. Like, oh. uh, so, are you going to ever date? Yeah. How are you going to get her if you don't romance her? Uh, I don't know. That would work. <laughs> But. Well, you don't have to worry. He's cheap anyway, so. <laughs> I feel sorry for the woman. <laughs> I mean, uh, I don't know. But uh, it's not going to be the way that they show it in the movies, that's for sure. Ooh. <laughs> I bet that's going to be something else, don't you think, Joel? Uh, Doug, what did you say about that? Should a man romance a woman? I said yes, and at first that's the natural way. Right. At the beginning, you... You know, you hold hands, you hug, you kiss, you take walks, you go to movies, you go eat, you do those things. And that, at the beginning, that's a natural way. Oh, okay, that's a natural way. At what point do you stop romancing? Or do you ever stop? I mean, yeah, you do stop. I don't want to have to tell somebody you're beautiful every day. <laughs> I don't well, want to have to tell... you stop telling her, though, she's going to get mad. Well... That's part of life, right? <laughs> and she's going to call up Oprah and say, he doesn't love me. He's abusive. Abusive. So do you, at what point do you stop romancing her? Wedding day. The day of the wedding? No, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I think it just kind of happens naturally. Do you think the stopping happened naturally? I think so. I mean... You must never be married. I was married, and I didn't do it all the time, for sure. And where's your wife now? I let her go. I, I rest fired my case. her. <laughs> <laughs> what do you say to this, Hermes? And then right here, then I, I, I got to move on. Hermes, should a man romance a woman? Absolutely not. And why not? I mean, I think you can be kind, and, you know, you can do stuff like, you know, stuff you like to do. Let's say you like to go to the beach or you like to go out to dinner or like to do sunsets. I think you can do those things if you don't have the only time you romance a woman, I feel like, is if you're after sex. Right. There's like so you you're saying be kind. You yeah, still romance, but you're calling it kind. Say it again. You still romancing her, but you give it a new name. No, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is I, I would do what I like to do, or, and it would be fun and enjoyable. But if you don't have the goal of getting the sex at the end, there's no reason to romance. You just have a good time. You'd have fun. But the reason you romance as a guy is you're hoping to get sex. Are you married? No. 
You have a girlfriend? No. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not looking I for one right now. I know what you mean. Yeah. I'm not out looking for one either. So. I don't blame you. <laughs> yes, sir. I don't think you need to uh, romance. Me and my wife have been together for 40 years. 40? And I had no money at all. And just conversation, just talk. Um, and I think it comes naturally that you romance. Uh, you know, someday she, she'll curl her hair. She, I'm like, oh, you look nice, you know, and just really continue to do that. I think also um, the romance is always there by the way I live, by who I am. I'm being the, uh, um, you say you married your wife and you were broke? Oh, yeah, I had no money. I, we Did she have a, money? Well, two broke people married. We made it work. Were y'all like homeless or something? <laughs> we wasn't homeless, but we you know, we worked at it together, right? So we, we built what we have now together. So, so we got met each other. You both homeless? No, we weren't homeless. No, no, we were living with our parents, of course. And oh, you lived with your parents. I, I did the same thing and moved out, got my apartment. Hey, come, let's go. And you know, oh, okay. started, yeah, we did it that way. And but so I'm, you never romanced her at all. I, I, I do more now because I have a little bit more money, but, you know, we'll go out to eat. But to but say, now if you're married to her, why do you romance? Why do I romance her? I, I don't, again, I don't think it's romance to say, hey, would you like to go eat someplace nice? Or, like I said, um, she might curl her hair or have a different outfit on, and I compliment her. But it's not over the top. It's just, it's just me being me or, or her being her, just complimenting her. You're being nice. Being, yeah, just being nice, being truthful. Be nice. <laughs> Being truthful, being honest with them. Okay. So you're saying no, a man should not romance. I, I, no, and I tell my sons, uh, don't spend any money on a woman. Uh, talk to her, have that conversation. I think the, I think the conversation is more get to know about that person. Uh, the, the romance, I think, comes natural. The spending the money and all that other stuff, that's, that's, that comes later or whenever it needs to come. But I think it's more about knowing the person. Are you, are you spiritually connected? Are you, is, this, is this a girl that I really want to build with? Uh, you know, take your line. Do not have sex with him. Please do not. That's, that's a deal breaker, you right? You lose all your money. It's a deal breaker. So yeah. we try to do that. Try to okay. Amazing. Uh, this is your first time here? Yes. Oh, welcome, man. Yeah, What's your name? My name is Roger. Roger. I'm Thank you for coming. from Central Valley. Um, um, yeah, really like your stuff. Um, cool. It's funny. It's not by accident that I came across you on Newsmax like a few years ago. Right on. The tagline, you know, rebuilding the family by really the, rebuilding the man. Yes. I really, no one's saying that out there. Like, oh, here's a guy that is really talking about that. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're here, man. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, the young lady in front of you had her hand. Um, well, I was going to ask you another question. Is that okay? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I know you say a lot about, like, getting your emotions away, you know, like not not being emotional. Right. Um, and I was listening to this guy uh, that it was really good, and it changed my whole, like, it, like, it impacted me in a really, like, a positive way. And he's, uh, he's saying about, yeah, you shouldn't hang on the negative emotions, you know, but when you are, but you should for sure um, kind of, like, work more with the positive, like being grateful. Like, when you're grateful, like, acknowledge and be aware that you're grateful. And when you're loving... Be aware that you're loving. So like that, he says that you create feeling signatures in your body and makes and like it makes your personality like that in a way. 
So what do you, I guess I just, I'm just asking you, what is your stand by that? Because I know you talk about not being emotional, but what about the feelings, the positive feelings you feel when you do, you do things? No such thing as positive feelings. Because if you build up positive one, you got to keep trying to get that going, right? And as soon as someone comes along and makes you feel uh, negative, you're going to have an issue. So don't listen to that guy anymore. <laughs> Go get your money. <laughs> the reason for that is because God is not a feelings at all. He's a perfect love, and perfect love is not about feelings. It's about the light unto your feet. It's about... Um, not judging your fellow man. It's about wishing all well. And it's not about the world feeding you anything because you're supposed to be in the world but not of it. And if you're of the world, if you're trying to build positive feelings, then you're of the world. You're not trusting God's perfect love. It's about what is right. It's not about feelings at all. That's why you must be born again so your nature can change from all that to God's nature. And you will see it's nothing like Satan's nature. Yeah. But you're not supposed to convince yourself of anything. You're not supposed to try to, like the young lady was saying, she said to herself, I'm wonderful, you know, I'm blah, 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 right? That takes a lot of work and a lot of convincing. And as soon as someone tells you that that's not true, now you're feeling down. So, and, But if you were born again, you're in a solid foundation with God, you would never need that. So, and, and if it just comes naturally, like something, like, for example, you're, like, enjoying a beautiful sunset, right? And you're watching something beautiful, and you feel super grateful to be alive because, you know, the nature is amazing, and, wow, it's breathtaking or whatever. Um, but then, like, setting with that emotion, is that okay? Like, setting with that, like, grateful, and like, being grateful for that, is that good? Like, because that's still an emotion, I feel. You could feel, I, I'm grateful about all you guys who are waking up. Ladies and guys, to me, that's amazing, right? Mm -hmm. But I don't feel anything about it. If you decide not to wake up, suffer and die. I don't feel anything about that either, right? And so, but I'm grateful that it's happening because I know that now that you're waking up, I know God will provide for you and your life going to be amazing as a daughter of God or a son of God. And I'm grateful to see that, but if you don't wake up, I'm grateful too. I mean, I, I'm, either way, it doesn't matter. Yeah. And I have an amazing life. Me and the challenges, but I notice that he has like a bubble around me, and I'm not affected by anything that's happening out there like that. Yeah. And I don't have to convince myself to be that way. Just like you didn't convince yourself to become emotional, once you overcome that, you don't have to convince yourself not to be that way. Because your father is not an emotional father. There's no emotion in him at all. But he loves us. And his love is not a feeling at all. It's just no hate. When you don't have hate, you have perfect love. All right. Um, let me say this first about um, a man. The reason men romance women is that they are in a fallen state. And in that fallen state, they really need mama's love. They try to get mama's love. It's not that they want to do it. It's just that they have not overcome their mothers, so they need that emotion to make themselves feel better. Um, a man should not be romantic. When I was growing up, I spent a quarter on a girl one time. 
25 cents. And I broke up with her when she asked me for the quarter. I was done. Because I've never seen a man uh, romance and spending money and taking women on trips and buying them clothes and just being so pitiful with them. Even though I was weak in those days somewhere. But I never, I can't get over, I don't know what goes through your mind that you need to pay for a woman's trip, buy her clothes and and do all these things like that. It wasn't, it just came, became that way after the women took over, I guess, and they have convinced the men to treat them like that. But when you treat women like that, you're worshiping them. They are your God. That's why they take you and wrap you around their fingers and they make you feel any kind of way they want to. And eventually they go cheat on you because you're worshiping them. And when you don't worship them, they get mad. So if you start out romancing them and then after a while it becomes too expensive or you just don't feel like doing it because now you got her, you got hell to pay because you're not worshiping God. You make her feel like a God. I hear, uh, especially black men, calling their women a queen. She ain't no queen. <laughs> but they do that to make her feel good. And then the women are empty. And so when the men adore her, as some of the ladies said, they get a sense of fulfillment, right? So when you stop doing it, they feel empty. But if they love God, if they love their earthly father growing up, if they love God, they would never be empty. They're looking for a father's love. They're not looking for you to worship them because you're keeping them away from God by worshiping them. But you have to be born again, guys, in order to bring her out of the hell that she's in. Because you can't spend a lifetime worshiping the woman. You need to show her how to overcome that. That's why you must be born again. And the ladies have that same emptiness that the men have. When they don't go close to their fathers and they are turned away from the father to the mother, it leaves a void in your life. And the women are seeking love. They're not seeking worship. But, but they are taking it. <laughs> and there's nowhere in the Bible where it says to worship your woman. It says for the man to love God, I mean love your woman the way that God loved him, loved the church, right? And so if you're born again, you see what that is, and that love will be passed down through you from God to the woman. It doesn't mean worshiping. Because when you worship her, she is your God. That's what happened with Adam when he worshiped Eve by believing her. She became his God. And Adam had to lick boots. But Christ came and things have been reversed. And it's better being born again and doing it the right way. And what's going to happen when you're born again, he's going to put a woman in your life. And, uh, and to the ladies, he'll put the right man in your life. And you'll come together naturally. And you will wait until you get married before you start having children. You'll come together out of real love and not that phony love that brings sex on and babies and all that crap before time, right? He will add it unto you. It'll be the right person for you. But if you have fallen away from God, you're misreading the Bible, you listen to what the world says, and your life is all screwed up. And when you finally get with someone, it's not going to work. It'll be hard because it's not real love. Men need to stop worshiping women, but you can't stop until you forgive your mothers. That's the only way it's going to stop. Um, yes. Um, I, 
I mean, I, I, I see what you're saying, but I don't really agree with you, to be okay. completely honest. And, and what um, part you don't agree with? I think guys, sh- um, sh- you, sh- you should want to romance the woman. Why? Like, not necessarily that you have to. You should just want to. Why? I, I think it's just a natural feeling, you know, like when you like somebody or you want to, you know, get to know them or whatever, impress them, whatever. I just think that the romance is a like man a should never feeling. impress a woman. A what? A man should never try to impress. It's like what Ermans was saying earlier. You get together, you have fun, you go to the beach, you just naturally do natural things. But it's not to impress. It's because you, this person seems like a good friend. You know, like, yeah, you can well, hang out I and mean, enjoy it. But the guy, a guy should want to impress. I'm not saying that they have to or anything. It's just, right. I, I've, you know, I've just seen it personally. And um, it's, it's more just like they should want to romance you. Why? Just be, because Why? it's just, I, it's just how it is. I mean, I'm very close. Why to, should a man want to impress? Well, why, a, why not? But tell me why he should. Well, oh, why not? Because yeah. she is not his God. I, and I understand that, but. But that's what happened though. You're created because they're falling away from their earthly fathers. Mm-hmm. They're falling away from God. Mm-hmm. The woman is their God. That's what happened when Adam believed. But Eve. I don't think that. I mean, I've dated other. I've dated people, and I've never been someone's god. And what do you think? I mean, I know that, and I'm very. That's up with that line. He, ain't no way no, that's gonna happen. I mean, he rom- he romances me every single day since Ooh, we've been together. Go. <laughs> <laughs> He's been lying to us then. He's not. He's not in beta and weird about it. It's not like that at all. It's but very, why should a man want to romance a woman? He's like my best friend. Like it's a normal friendship. Like what, what, what you described kind of sounds like romance. You described what Ermia said as getting together, having a good time, being friends. No, but That's, you're not spending money on her. You're not taking her to e- Egypt. Well, you're, you're talking more about chivalry. <laughs> what? Chivalry. You're talking about. I don't know what that is. <laughs> That sounds like no. it's weak. Well, the thing is, no, no, it's not. And I'm when very you, close. When you come together naturally, in that fallen state, you're coming together in an unnatural way. Yeah, well, I'm close with the God. Woman is I'm close with my dad. to be worshipped. And I prayed for a good guy, and I got a great boyfriend. So that I mean, was you I, think. <laughs> you prayed for him? Yes, I did. Do you want to take that prayer back? No. <laughs> Sometimes, but no. <laughs> So you think God sent you a man that you are sometime happy with? No, I definitely think God put him in my life for a reason at the time he did. And like I said, I'm close with God. We're, we're homies, and I'm very close with my dad. And, you know, it's not over-the-top romance, but we, it's a very good, really, we have a good relationship. When you say you're close with God, what do you mean? I mean, I pray to God all day, every day, and I do get the answers that I'm asking for. And I really do feel like he shows me, you know, what's good and what's bad. And I think you should romance a woman who deserves it. You shouldn't romance a woman unless she deserves it. So your girlfriend deserves to be romanced? Yeah, it's a, you why? get something back. And I don't just mean sex. I mean loyalty. I mean being a good partner. Oh, I'm not supposed to use Is that word. But, uh, I'm not supposed to use I forgot I'm not supposed to oh. use that word. But, Take uh, off your wig. You know what I mean. There was a guy here last Sunday dressed like a woman. Did y'all see him? Oh, I heard that was Trevor, right? Who is? Oh, he's not here today. Uh, oh, now you got a beanie on. What's, are you on drugs? 
Let me go to Urban's real fast, then I'll come back. You had your hand. I was just going to say that for the couples that are into the sex thing, I think that women feel better about themselves or about giving the sex if they're romanced. I think that's why they need the romance because they feel like the guy has... They're worshiping her. Yeah, like he's earned it or he deserves it. Ladies, but he has to romance say, it to get it. You don't want a man to romance you. You want a man to be right, to love what's right with all his heart, soul, and might so that he can love you with God's love and that would bring you out of the conflict that you're in. It will cause you to have perfect peace. And you don't need an exterior thing or person to make you feel better. You want a man that love was right and is right and doing right. If a man romance you before marriage, if he has sex with you and all that, he's going to cheat on you after marriage. Because he has no self-control, he's still looking for mama's love. But if you get with a guy, you date, you get to know each other, you hang out, you just be normal, and then you find it like, wow, this is the one I want to marry. You get married and do it right, you got a man or a woman that will be faithful until death do your part. But if they have sex with you before marriage, because they're only doing it, they're only romancing you for one reason. It's not that they love you, they just want sex with you. And they know that that's what it takes to get it. But it's just that they are still in that fallen state. They will cheat on you. Mark my word. Why y'all looking at me? Everybody like, are you? What? They will cheat on you. Just bank on it. You can put your money in a saving account with that. Because they have no self-control. They have no respect for you. Men who do that with women before marriage have no respect for them. It's just a mama's relationship, mom and son. That's why when you marry them, they become little boys and you become mama. And then when you don't act right with them, they'll go and cheat and they'll say, well, you drove me to cheat. You were always nagging and arguing and I can never please you. And I, so I went and got somebody else. That's why God said, Get married, wait, and start your family so it can be done right. And so when you do the marital vows, you say, I promise to stay with this person until death do me part, right? Uh, thick and thin. But it's a false promise because you've already done it wrong. You don't really mean it. As soon as they start romancing you, as soon as you say, no, I'm tired tonight, honey, I can't do it, they're going to cheat on you. If you doubt me, look at your life. You'll see that for yourself. But there's a right way of doing it. God will add a woman or a man unto you when it's time. Seek first the kingdom of God in his right way, and all things will be added. It really will, and it'll be perfect. It will be perfect. You'll have a little arguments and disagreement, but it wouldn't be so serious. You wouldn't want to leave each other. You wouldn't want to shoot each other. You wouldn't want to cheat on each other because that real love is, is there. That love that comes from below is not working. It's never going to work. That makes sense? Um, did I see your hand? Okay. And you can disagree with me. It's fine. But I'm telling you, it ain't working. Yes. All right. Because um, I was, uh, I am dating right now and stuff, uh, but I dated this girl four years ago. I mean, I was with her for four years, and we did have sex. For four years, but then we broke up for like nine months or whatever. Yes. I am dating her now. I did slip up a little bit, but 
I just you don't slip up when you have sex. Oh well, I guess I have sex. Sex is then. intentional. Yeah, you got to think about it. <laughs> you got to find the location. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That is not a slip up. <laughs> okay, but now I just completely stopped, and I'm just trying to like know everything, and uh, the romance thing. I agree. Well, even though I like have been doing it yeah. for those four years. Yeah. Well, obviously because I was in a fallen state and I couldn't help myself. But if you do it, can you still like be brutally honest with her or just don't romance at all? Um, if you stop romancing? Mm. No, what well, like say like I sent her some flowers. Can I still be like cuz I did recently send her flowers and then I don't know where you come up with this question. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> like, hey, I want my flowers back. Like, <laughs> I, want, I want my $40 plus shipping back. Nah. <laughs> you spend $40 on flowers? Uh, like 30 Whoa. What the? You think $100 is a lot? Uh, so what's your question for me? Uh, well, I just stopped having sex. And um, uh, so if, if I were to be nice, I could still just deal with her without having a romance, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And just no sex? Right. Yes. Until you get married. Okay. That's what I'm getting to know. And, uh, yeah. So, yeah. Because, um, obviously, the girl I'm dating, uh, she's, like, going to college and stuff. But she's just been in a fallen state. But she is really close to her dad. And she's always, oh, I'll pay for my stuff or I'll pay for that. But right. Like, no, I'll, I'll pay for it. And if she want to pay, let her pay. Okay. But if you want to pay, if you invite her out, you can pay. Yeah, I'll, of course. But just don't do all that. Just don't be beta about it, you know? Yeah. Okay. And um, I do, like, have a little, like you said, little arguments with her. But I do deal with it. I'm like, because she's studying for a nurse and stuff. Right. And you're right. The books there are, like, wicked. Yeah. she's reading and she's a, a two-man and adopt the baby's a family. And I'm like, no, it's not. And I was trying to get her to admit for, like, an hour. <laughs> and then she's, and then, Do you plan on marrying her? Uh, right now, I'm just uh, uh, planning on getting to know her. Right. And well, maybe if if you're gonna marry, you may have to make her drop out of school. And that's uh, because she's, educated well, she's women already don't make like a good wives. She's finishing her program in August. She's oh. Like, and I was with her in that whole fallen state, and then I broke up, and then I forgave my mother, and I'm encouraging her to do the same. Oh, good. And we'll she, just take it one day at a time and see what happens. Yeah, that's uh, what I'm doing. Yeah. And, so, yeah. Are you doing the silent prayer? Uh, yeah, every okay. day. I haven't stopped. Right on. I, I, like I said, even though I do like five minutes, I try not to forget about it. Right on. And yeah, just one day at a time. Because we all coming out of that fallen state. Not everybody, but those who are seeking God are coming out of that fallen state. So, but if you just be patient, don't judge yourself, you'll find that your whole, the real you is changing. And everything is changing because yeah. I, I do eight hours of detailing, and then I got a, like a second job. Which is like pulling cars out of the auction. Yeah. And then the last two nights I've been here in LA just Ubering, just making money. Just right on, man. So Amazing. Yeah. And then, like, she kind of knows, but I don't try to tell her my problems. I kind of just try to dodge it. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Peace out. No, when she asks, well, how you doing? <laughs> All is well. Yeah, that's what I say. Yeah. I mean, so the, she there, doesn't need, she can't handle it. There's nothing she can do about it. And, Sometimes here and there, I, I try to slip up, but then I just try to, like, make myself, okay, just change the topic or something. And, but I don't try to tell her my problems and stuff. Oh, good. But, you don't have to change the topic. Just say, I'm not telling you anything. 
Yeah, and then she just tried to keep nailing you like. Just say, I told you, I'm not telling you, mama. <laughs> That's what I say. <laughs> well, I don't say mama. I just be like, beta girl. I'd be like, beta girl. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, don't, don't, let, don't get upset at her. She can't help it. Mm. Right? Okay. But if you, if you are right and you're doing right, she'll get over it. Okay. Either that or it just won't work out. Because when I dated her for four years, she used to like please me. She would treat me like a husband and stuff. So, uh-uh. I know. So I was like, what? But I wouldn't like. Try to romance her. I'll just smoke pot. Be like, whatever. Shut up. You smoke pot. Like whatever. Shut up. Yeah, I'd just be like acting like that. But I, I wouldn't just smoke pot. Whatever. Shut up. <laughs> I wouldn't like romance her at all. Like at right. all. I'd just be like whatever. I wouldn't hit her up because you were too high. I was too high. <laughs> <laughs> you don't smoke anymore. No, I've been clean for a whole year and oh, six, good, and man. plus months. That's amazing. And yeah, what'd you do with your pipe? Oh, man, I freaking broke it. <laughs> just, oh, man. And I just completely stopped going to this weed shop and stuff. So. Right on. That's what women need. They need a real man. And a man need God. And everything will be well. And that's where I'm, like, fighting myself because, like, I can't see myself outside of me. So I'm like, I wonder where she... I don't try to believe my thoughts, but I'm like, I wonder what she thinks or whatever. But I don't try to hold on to that either. Yeah. Let every thought pass. Yeah. You're All right. thoughts are lies. You're right. No matter and what. And then, because I caught myself, like, working out, and then I was just doing silent prayer, and I was just, like, I caught myself, like, five minutes just going, uh, uh, but <laughs> it was weird. Amazing. Yeah. Good, right. man. I, um, I think I saw another. Oh, right here. Yeah. And then, James, and then I got to tell you this quick story. Yes. Um, in your time period, like, your teens and your 20s, would you say that it was more romantic back then? I only imagine it to be only because of the songs, like The Temptations and Benny King. Oh, like. yes, anybody dock of the bay. Um, <clears throat> I guess so, but I don't know. Any, when I was growing up, I don't know any of my friends who spent money on women because it was understood it's your girlfriend, and you don't spend money on a girlfriend, right? That doesn't mean you don't treat her once in a while. You know how you go out pay for the meal but what about like holding hands writing letters to each other flowers no No. (laughs) Uh -uh. I knew not I was like an awful person right I was awful really I was an awful person but I knew not to take pictures and I knew not to write letters I don't know why I knew that well yes I do I used to think you know I ain't writing no letter I'm not taking a picture in this position because suppose my life changed, and the first thing you do is bring out that letter <laughs> and bring out those pictures, right? I knew not to do those things. That's why I don't understand people putting all their opinions on the Internet nowadays. I mean, some of the weirdest people tell everything on the Internet. You don't know if your life's going to change. Your life's going to change, and your enemies are going to pull out those pictures on the Internet. They're going to pull out everything you uh, have done. I will... And, and that, so no, I didn't do that kind of stuff. I don't even know people who did that. I'm sure somebody was doing it because they were making the songs. Yeah, because I, um, I heard a story of my grandpa. That's how he got my grandma. He wrote her a letter. And she, you know, she was Mexican, so she couldn't speak English at the time. So he, he was white, so he figured out how to write a letter in Spanish to her. And I, I, I just assumed it was like more, a little bit more romantic back then. It was, 
I'm sure, yeah, it was romantic because human beings have been in a fallen state for a long time, right? But it was as, wasn't as devastating as it is now. It wasn't like it is now. It wasn't, it wasn't anything like it is now. The guys are all beta. They'll just spend all their money on a woman. And she can be nasty and mean to them, and they still spend the money. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. So people weren't really, like, spending money on each other like that? No. Oh, okay. Especially on trips and clothes. and It didn't seem right to buy a woman clothes. And you're not married to her, not your wife. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. It just changed over the years when the liberal uh, women's movement started and the men became better and now the roles have switched. Mm. You, know, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, um, I was watching this movie, this um, documentary last night about a guy by the name of uh, Aaron Hern- Hernandez. Huh? You watch that? That was an amazing documentary. I, did you watch it on Netflix? Yeah. Oh, I was watching it on TV. It was three hours long. Oh, same thing? What did you think about that? Can you get the mic, Nick? Nick up there sitting on the wall playing with the mic. It was so interesting because... Um, I always wondered, like, why, you know, what happened, how he killed himself, that whole thing. So what I didn't like about it was that a lot of the people they brought on, so-called experts, were making assumptions about why he did it. And then they were alleging that he had a, uh, I guess, like a bisexual or homosexual relationship in high school with one of his buddies. Right. And this guy was just out talking about it. And I thought that was really pathetic that they would put that out. Obviously, the guy, if he was doing it, he was ashamed about it and didn't want to put it yeah, out he there. He didn't want to know, to be known. So that was kind of, that was kind of sad. And then, uh, but it was interesting. At the end, I just kind of felt sad for him because you know, he went through a lot. And I felt how, like. How th- did the end on Netflix end it? Um, it ended with uh, him killing himself. Did you see the interview with the, with the man that he was supposed to be with in prison? Yeah, um, no, I didn't see that part. Oh. No. Yeah. But I do think that pushed him over the edge because they leaked that information about him. And him being a football player and being in prison, if that kind of allegation is out there about you, I think yeah. that, that pushed him over the, the edge. The thing that I got from it is that um, this guy, Aaron Hernandez, his parents were awful. They were awful parents. The mother was cheating on the father. They broke up, and I think they got back together. Uh, he's According to the story, right? He wanted to be close to his father, but that was an issue, too. And so the guy was just, even as a little kid, unhappy. He was just, he had a lot of anger, a, a soul empty. And so his, all of his problems came from that. And then they, according to the report there, they found out later that the mother was cheating on the, on the father. And she ended up marrying this guy that she was cheating with. That was a big deal for him. But instead of the experts dealing with that, they were saying it was brain cells from playing football. It was, and they kept asking, why can't he do well? He has a lot of money. You would think he would do the right thing with a lot of money. And I'm thinking, you can have a lot of money, but if your soul is empty, money is not going to fulfill that. You could be famous. You can be all this. But this guy, the reason that he screwed up his life was because he started out with no good parents, according to the report. 
he was, they played this thing where he called his mother from prison. You saw that? And he was yelling at her like, you were never there for me. You wasn't this and you wasn't that. But no one would deal with that. They would not deal with the real issue. They wanted medication. They wanted, uh, they blame it on football. And I'm thinking, you know what, you can play football and I guess you can get, well, not I guess, you can get hurt in the head. But it will just be physical pain. It won't be a spiritual pain. And this man had spiritual issues that can only be resolved by overcoming them spiritually. But the world didn't know that. It was an amazing story. I watched the whole thing. I think it was like three hours. I was surprised. And, uh, and, and you're right. They get the guys to tell all this stuff about this guy. He's dead. So he's not alive to say that's not true. And then leave another impression about him that he was involved in the wrong lifestyle or whatever, right? So they went to the prison, and apparently they're saying that he met some guy in prison, and they were messing around, and this guy had all tattoos. They interviewed the guy. They read a letter that's supposed to have been a love letter that Hernandez wrote to this guy and all kind of stuff. The world was, will really mess up your life. You have to be careful out there. Be careful who you trust. Be careful what you put on the Internet. Be careful with these experts. These people have no, just because they have a degree, they don't know what they're doing. You know more than they know. Really. They don't know about the spiritual world. And I realized that, I know in the older days, they used to say that we were, if you had anger and all that, you were uh, possessed. And that is so true. He was possessed. And, and the spirit that possessed him controlled him. Just think about in your life the things you think about, the things that come to your mind. You'd be like, what in the world? Right? And then think about when you tell yourself, I'm not going to do it. And you end up doing it anyway because you believed it. You believe that thought. That's why God said, observe, be aware, be like the, the guy waiting at the gates. Just watch. Because you can't even tell yourself, I'm not going to do it. If you told yourself right now, I'm not going to smoke pot today, right? <laughs> By 12 o'clock tonight, you're high as a kite. Because <laughs> it'll stay with you, and it will say, smoke one joint. <laughs> one, that's not bad. And, you say, and then you're fighting, you're fighting, no, 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 no. And then you're like, all right, it's time for bed. I'm just going to smoke one joint. And then you smoke that one joint. And they're like, oh, Peppy. It feel good. And then say, oh, one more joint. You're going to bed anyway, right? They say, you know, you smoked up all your stash. <laughs> you can't tell yourself what you will and will not do. You got to doubt every thought because you're possessed until you're born again of God. You're possessed by evil, and it makes you do the things you don't want to do. It really does. You are not in control. Just think about it. That's why I say be aware this year. Watch them in this. Watch how they are talking to you and try to convince you to do. You think you've gotten away from something. You haven't overeaten in a while, right? You're like, wow, this is pretty cool. I didn't overeat in a long time. And the moment you start thinking about that, the greater the food look. Don't praise yourself. Just watch and live, right? Because the world, you can't trust the world. The world is evil. And look how they're turning men into women. I see guys in the gym with balls on top of their head. I'm like, how do you get your hair to do that? 
and not feel like a woman, you know? Um, yes, sir. Sure. Oh, okay. Oh, you tell yourself that? Yeah. Raising my hand and confessing. Yeah. <laughs> Don't say I'm not going to eat a full meal. You're going to eat everything in the house and then some. <laughs> Have a wait and see attitude, really. Wait and see because you lie to yourself when you, when you say you're not going to do it. All right. Any questions about it? Yes, Victoria. Jesse, did you watch the R. Kelly documentary that came no. out? So it actually basically at the end you find out how much damage the mother did to him as well and, yeah. the, and the brothers. I'm not surprised. <clears throat> so this man is co completely hates his mother and he hates women. And even the, some of the women that used to live with him said that, said he hates his mother. And all men, except for those who have been born again, all men hate women. And all women hate men. Really. That's why you must be born again. And once you're born again, then you can love one another. Really. Then you can love one another. But men are not trying to get with women because they love women. They're trying to get with them because their ego needs to be fulfilled. And they use the woman for that. And the woman's ego needs to be fulfilled. That's why she want to be worship and love me and do this. And, and the men do it. It's so crazy to see it. Yes, sir. Oh, right here. And then air, and then I'm done. Oh, okay, Hermes. Jesse, I just wanted to let you know that we did have a breakthrough in our marriage when we started um, coming to your show about a couple of months ago and uh, how you introduced about the, the anger and the forgiveness and stuff. So that's really, yeah. it helped me, put me in the position to go ahead and be a alpha and not a beta. Right on. And also, there is room for improvement. And also, you're talking about romance. But romance could be also dating when a man's trying to date the woman. And, he's, you know, he's competitive and he wants to, you know, buy the flowers and buy the box of candy and all that. That's, you know, to, to get the woman. But also, in a marriage situation, um, as a, a marriage covenant, um, I believe that love can be... Um, fallen, fallen out of marriage, but to get it back, it could be communicating, you know, with one another, have a good communication, and and falling in love every day, falling in love every day with your with your partner to build your partner. Your, your is that a drag help. queen? No, I mean your help, your helpmate, your helpmate. How about wife? Wife, <laughs> wife. I'm not going to say queen, but wife. But <laughs> but also you did mention um, Adam and Eve. What about? Um, Samson and Delilah. Well, Samson, you know, he wanted to get Delilah, and he was willing to do everything to, to give his power up, and he, he surrendered his power to her, and she found his weakness and cut his hair, and, and you know, what do you think about that? That's awful. Where's Samson now? Yeah, it's just an example of what happens when a man worships the woman. She will find your weakness and destroy you. But thank God that Christ came. And once you were born again, uh, that can't happen. And also, once you're born again, you cannot fall out of love because you're either of love or you're of hate. 
And so once you're born again, you no longer have hate, right? You only have perfect love. And you have once to die, which is the hate, and once to live, and that's when you're born again. So once you get married, you're never going to stop loving her because you love God, and his love is working through you, passed down to her. So you're not in and out of love. Yeah. All right. Um, yes, Hermes. And there was one other hand, I thought. Can you? Oh, okay. Can you explain what happens to a man when he does romance a woman and gets the sex? What happens to him spiritually when uh, he does have that sex out of wedlock? He becomes a slap maker. <laughs> no, really. Yeah. What? Beyond that, what happens to him spiritually? Once he does what? Have, ha, gets the sex. Just once he gets married? No, before. What out happens? of wedlock. Yeah. What do you mean? Like, what happens to the man spiritually when he has sex? One thing that happens, you go unconscious. You drop in the level of consciousness for sure. You become subject to the woman even more so. You're controlled by that, and that's all you think about. That's why kids and young people should not be doing it, because once they do it, they lose sight of themselves. And that's all they think about, the next woman they could get, and they, because they, be go, they go unconscious. But if you do it under the umbrella of marriage, putting God first, what's right first, really be, become that way, you cannot go unconscious because you're doing it with the right mindset. You're doing it just to make a baby or make children. Yeah, but you fall in consciousness. I saw one other hand. Uh, let me take James in there and there. We got it in. All right? Yes, James. Um, Malkuth X in the live stream, who's been here before. Malkuth X. He said, Jesse, you've said that when a man puts a woman before God, she becomes his God. If a woman puts... A man over her is the man, the woman's God. Yes. Well, it's like she be, after a while, she become like your daughter. The wife become your daughter. That's why once you stop, once you have all the white babies, right? Ten of them. You stop the sex and you just be there for your family. Guide your wife and children in the right way to go. Absolutely. I want to read Super Chats to end. Oh, Okay. Um, the, lady, the young lady with the baby, what do you think about this, what I'm saying? Yeah, I see it. Do you disagree with any aspect of it? No, I think, well, a little, because I don't necessarily define romance as having to spend money. Romance is just like actions and how you are treating that woman to, sh to like, in a sense, get her worthiness to know that, you know, she can trust, you're, you're going to lead her in the right direction, as in a sense, you know, because as you state, the order is God, men, women, children. Right. So you need to make, you want to reassure yourself that the man you're going after is going to lead you to the right place, and that can be like a form of romance. It's He's reassuring you, like, my higher spirit is God, and I'm going to protect you and serve as the protector of the family and, you know, keep all well as much as he's able to. Well, the man will be able, and the woman will be able to see it if they do it in the right way, because what's going to happen is, unless the woman grew up close to her father, her earthly father, right, she's going to always, during the dating period, and 50 years after the marriage, she's going to try to take control of him. 
she will try to control him, but he won't fall for it. And then after they, she tries and tries, and 50 years go by, they have all the kids. She finally get a little glimpse. Oh, this is a real man. Yeah. And she dropped the anger, and things work out. She would see if when she can't control him, she knows she got the right man. A woman know that when she can't control the man. Yeah. When she can't make him angry, she can't make him feel good. She doesn't build him up or down. He's not looking to her to make him feel good. When you're dating, it should be just like going out with a buddy, a friend. Guys go out to have dinner. Ladies go out to have dinner, right? You guys are just friends. Women should be treated in the same way men treat men. Women are not special. They shouldn't be treated like they are special because you're building their ego. Really, you're adding to the ego, and when you get, when you get with them, you're not going to feel like making them feel special, and they're going to get mad because you help build the ego by making them feel like they're special. They are not special. No one is special. They're just people. Really, treat everybody the same with love. Don't hate. Be honest and be fair. And when you go out with a guy, you don't be kissing on him, right? Huh? Oh. You don't. Oh, where's the mic? Nick, wake up, buddy. Nick's sitting on the, right here. Nick's sitting on the wall with a mic on his arm. Right here. Right there. <laughs> hello, hello. Huh? Hello. Hi. So when you go out, you don't be kissing on your buddies, right? No. Well, when you have a, if you have a girlfriend, that's the same way you should treat her. You go out and have fun, you eat, you hang out, and then you go home. Same thing. That makes sense? Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, do you do it that way? Uh, no. I, <laughs> I mean, I would hug her and hold hands and in public, so... In public? Yeah. And then if I drove by and saw you doing that, I'd be like, beta. And I'd be like, alpha. <laughs> <laughs> Do you disagree with anything I've said about the way men and women should treat one another? Mm, I mean, maybe the aspect as far as uh, the beginning stages, because you're talking about um, as far as, like, it's different, right, from a woman's point of view, because they have, like, Ten times the amount of people, suitors, I guess you could say. What do you mean? Basically, uh, a woman can gets hit on like way more than a, a, a guy would, right? There's more men chasing women than there is the other way around. Uh -huh. So you have to kind of stand out in a way, right? By doing what? Um, well, the connection aspect is very important, talking to her. Right. I'm not necessarily saying, oh, like you should buy things. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying building a connection because um, how, how else are you going to stand out from everybody else? That's uh, never, ever, ever, ever do that. <laughs> Don't try to stand out from someone else. Don't try to make yourself seem special. A woman wants a man who is, has confidence within himself. He knows what's right to do. He's doing right. And when she talks to him, He's not all shy and scared and, and that kind of stuff. He doesn't act like he got to have her. Right. And so when you're trying to stand out, you're acting like you got to have her. And they, they won't like you for that. They'll take you temporarily, right? And then beat you up and take your money and, 
and then go to another man. A, a woman is looking for a man whose love was right, is right, and not catering to her at all, but just being right and doing the right thing. That's what they want. So when you're in competition with these other guys and you're trying to stand out, you're just going to look weak to her. She's going to say, oh, look, he's trying really hard. He's standing out all right. I wonder what kind of work he does. You know what I'm saying? She's going to destroy you. That makes sense? Yeah, it does, actually. Yeah, just be you. Don't compete like that. Seek the kingdom of God. It'll be added to you. All right? Okay. Mark, you had your hand? Oh, you didn't have your hand? Oh, I thought I saw it. So, <laughs> yes, sir. Since you came all the way down, oh, I forgot here. You came all the way down from San Francisco, man. You deserve it. <laughs> I, I think, like, as far as standing out, everybody's trying to do that. Like, yeah, they're all, trying to romance. Ego. So, so you're not standing out. You're actually falling. You're just fading in there with everybody yes. else. Yeah. But if you... Uh, if you start to talk to someone, just trying to figure out, is this a good person for me? Can I? It's just like you said, like hanging out like friends. Yeah. Uh, then everything else, if they, if it works out, it works out. If it doesn't, it doesn't. You just can't hold attachments. That's right. And romance in the word, in the sense of the word, I think they just people watch too many movies, so they think. Also, that, they saw their parents doing the same thing. Yeah. Then. So they, they, um, they're trying to like. It, it's fake. I feel like if someone's trying to romance you, there's ulterior motives. Absolutely. Just the same way that you go into a car sh salesman and they're trying to, they're technically trying to romance you to do something. That's right. So people, it's the same way men are trying to romance you. So I, I think that if a man was trying to romance you, you should run the other way. He's right, ladies. If a man is trying to romance you, he <laughs> does not love you. It ain't about love at all. It ain't about love. He was sad because he know men have the same mind and emotion as a woman. So they know how to lie to you because they know the kind of lies that you love. They'll say it, but it ain't real. They just know that's what you like here. Women want to hear lies. <laughs> I know. <laughs> really, they, it, it's a game that's being played. Okay, let me tell you here to, this, and then here is the last word. But over there. Okay, uh, so everything that I'm hearing, it seems like it comes down to what I think is physical attraction, like what we see with our eyes, you know, from men and women. So does that mean, could physical attraction be a really important factor for a good, long-lasting relationship? Or is that, is that a curse? Just like how Jesus said, you know, if your eyes cause you to, you know, pluck out your eye, you know, if it... So is physical could physical attraction, attraction be a curse, you say? Yeah, could that be? Because yeah. you know, Jesus talks about, like, if you know, it's better to pluck your eye out, you know, if it causes you to sin, you know? If your motivation is based on what you're looking at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to think, when I used to date a lot, I like women who are not fat, you know, and all that. <laughs> <laughs> I like women who are skinny and stuff, right? Yeah. I used to say, I used to tell all my girlfriends, if y'all ever got fat, you're going. <laughs> I'm done. But that was all vain. Yeah. But if I get married now and I meet a woman I know God added unto me, it would be something different now. It's the soul of the person, the spirit, right? Even if she was fat? I would stay with her to death do us part. So what now? Even if she was fat? Even if she was fat. Because I would know her. Okay. 
You know what I'm saying? So physical attraction it should not be, be like a major factor. No. In a relationship. It is, though, in the fallen state. You can't like In the beginning. It. In the beginning. When you see a girl, you know, you think she's cute, right, type of thing, you know. Shouldn't that be a, you know, hey, you know, I want to talk to her type of factor, you know. No. I mean, you can't help it if you're in a fallen state. That's why you must be born again. It's all physical when you're uh, in that fallen state. But once you're born again, you look at the woman and you'll you, you see God added to you and you'll know that's the right woman. And she would know that that's the right man. You just know. And that's why you get to know each other then you get married and all as well. You know, like certain people like certain types of women. You know, they like taller ones, shorter ones. You know, everybody has their own right. particular physical attractive tastes. Right. You know, so I just want to, is that occur? You know, you know, it's... It, of the world it's definitely of the world for sure Uh based on the physical yeah now I wouldn't go I wouldn't I'm gonna say that um right here last word I I was gonna say I wouldn't go looking for it you know what I'm saying don't look for the perfect built woman and all that because she's gonna have kids and things gonna change and if you don't love her the right way you're gonna wanna leave or cheat Last word. Go ahead. Uh, I just wanted to say thank you. Uh, I've been watching you for like two years, and um, I've been saying I'm going to get my own business for the past 15 years. Uh, I have my own construction business now. Right on. Um, I could tell that everything you say is the truth about women, men, and everything, because I'm a um, single parent of three daughters. And, you know, now just um, before I used to scream at them and, and yeah. sorry to say, act like a woman. Yeah. You know, because I was by myself, and I felt bad for myself, and I was lonely, and all this, all this other good stuff. You know, I used to think in my head, and now everything's totally changed. You know, with, with my kids, uh, with with my career. Right on. I mean, even even the job I had, I was grateful. I heard you say, you know, be grateful where, where you are, where you're learning. No matter what you're doing. Yeah, and then yeah. it came to a point where I had enough money saved, where I just quit and uh, and I just did my own business. I jumped off a ledge. You know, even though I had three kids by myself, my whole family told me I was crazy. My whole family thinks you're crazy. I mean, <laughs> my too. Huh? Um, so, <laughs> so I just want to say uh, I appreciate you turning me back to um, to Jesus and to God. Right on, because, man. You know, That's whole, amazing. The forgiving, you know, like she was talking about. Um, the guy said. That uh, forgiving is judgment. It's like, that's ridiculous because then you're saying Jesus is a liar. Right. You know, because Jesus said, go forgive. <laughs> go be and forgive. Him. So it doesn't, doesn't really make sense to me, but I mean. Yeah. Stay away from that guy. Don't talk to him anymore. <laughs> but thank you, Jesse. You're welcome, man. You live in L.A.? Uh, I live in Orange County. Right on. And I used to come here a lot, and I, I just, my kids, you know, have no kid, kid uh, watching, so I don't, I, when I have the time to have someone watch them, I come over here. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right on, man. So, uh, any other questions about anything? So let me just say, oh, Remember the super chats. oh yeah, real fast. Everybody know James, the hate report guy? La la la, not the fake report. I have never seen anyone do the news the way that James does it. He be throwing in his little comment. That's crazy. Anyway, go ahead. All right, these are super chats from YouTube. Anything from D Live or, or Streamlabs, I have to get elsewhere okay. for tomorrow, tomorrow okay. on, on your show. All right. Um, Gustavo Guyo gave five pounds. Thank you. Mari Ubaldo says, Good morning, Jesse, Joel, James, Nick. Me and my mom, Crazy Mother Dance, would like to continue giving you, you guys support for Bond. We love you guys. Serlo Medea says, 
or media, says, next time I'm in L.A., I'm coming to church. It's amazing. Amazing. Rachel R. says, what is the correct way to lead a household as a single mother of a teenage son? Without the hate. The one thing I want the ladies to know, and men, the worst thing that can happen to kids, your kids, when you yell at them. Really. It destroys them. When you yell at your kids, you're changing their nature. Do not do that. All right? Yes. J-Rock says, awesome convo. Um, there's a good question from one person. I'm going to pass it to Nick for the show tomorrow. Um, Mario Uvaldo gives another one. Good morning, JLP fam. I love you guys, so keep up the good work. More donations to the Bond building. Hopefully you found a building. Beta mail, LOL. Beta. <laughs> I need a contractor. I need a contractor's phone number. So when I make an appointment to go look at buildings, you need to be able to tell me could we add to it or how to change it. All right, so. But he lives in Orange County now. I'm in LA all day. Oh, okay. Oh, make sure you leave. Oh, good, man. And, and so when I make appointments, I'll let you know. And you can go with us and look at them, and you can tell me if this going. Because there's a building right down the street. She what now? She works for me, too. Oh, you do? Right on. Okay. Well, make sure you leave your number, okay? All right. There's a building right down the street, but I'm not sure. The ceiling is real tall, and my engineer said it's too tall, so I want you to take a look at that. But, yeah, but I'll, I'll call you and set it up with the realtor. Okay. Yes, James. Jib Jab, who's been here before, says, Jesse, yesterday I saw a guy switching whilst pulling a stroller, pushing a stroller. The woman was walking the dogs. Amazing. Beta. <laughs> you should see me in my car when I look over and I see the woman driving. I'm like, Beta, ma'am. <laughs> I can't help it. Even if I don't say it out loud, say says it's in my head. Beta, ma'am. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? I mean, when I see guys pushing their strollers rather than walking with their kids, I remember Doug, Doug was married, he has a little daughter, and I used to see them walking down the road, and the, and the little girl, like, what, two, two years old? Two or three? And the father walking, the little girl walking, playing with the flowers, and just enjoying it. She's totally comfortable with walking, as long as the father's there. That's how it's supposed to be. Man, don't push your baby in a stroller. Don't you push that baby in a stroller. <laughs> if he does, let me know. Uh, film it, and I'll put it on TV. <laughs> no, can't you see? Uh, <laughs> oh, you can't see it? Uh, oh, okay. No. Real fast. D last one. David asks, when did you grow a beard? When I got tired of shaving. <laughs> That's the only way I grew my beard, because I do this radio show every day, so the, the more you shave, the faster it grows. So I thought, and I saw James had one, he never shave or wash or do anything. <laughs> and so <laughs> I'm like, wow, I'm going to grow a beard. I don't have to shave every day, and I'm so glad I did. It itch sometimes, though. Not now as much, but while it's growing. But I'm glad I did. You don't have to shave. Don't you hate shaving? Uh, <laughs> no, that's why I grew up. Um, I really appreciate it. So here's what I want to tell you, right? If you're 18 and over, 
And nowadays, even the ladies get away from mama. And if you don't have the job or the money right now, just be patient. Just know you're going to get away. Go out and get jobs, save your money, and move. Save enough money to move, all right? Men and women, because normally the lady stays home until the man come together and they get married, right? But I don't know. You got to maybe wait a lifetime. <laughs> Even though a lot of these guys are waking up now, right? But for the guys, get away from mama. Don't let her tell you, oh, just stay and save money. It doesn't work that way, all right? You grow by dealing with the life, dealing with issues, and you'll save money, save 10%, but you'll be out there on your own growing up, all right? Get out of home. Do the silent prayer and doubt every thought. Just be aware of them and let them pass. Then you'll be guided by the voice of God. You will be guided. When you doubt thoughts, you can't help but have faith. Uh, Adam doubted his father and believed a lie, he lost faith. And now that Christ came, we got to doubt the thoughts, and then we'll have faith in God. It's not a feeling. It just guides you. It's the right way to live. All right? So do the silent prayer. Even if you don't do the tape every day or whatever, you'll learn how to just be aware. All right? Do the silent prayer. And men, your women are going to give you hell because they've been accustomed to controlling you. And you're waking up, and you think you're just going to say, oh, honey, I'm so glad you're waking up. It ain't going to work that way. They're going to give you hell while pretending that they're not giving you hell. You don't pay attention to me. But I don't want to. Yes, you should, right? They're going to be pretending. Don't do it. And they'll come along after 50 years. (laughs) It ain't going to happen right away. But don't do it. Seek the kingdom. The ladies, the world need men. All right? So do the silent prayer. Speak up. And as far as the building, we're still looking. Um, There are a couple I am looking at. Like I was saying down the street, there's one I really like, but I've been told it might not work well for us. So we'll see. I really appreciate your help on that. Uh, We had an amazing women's forum the other night. Wasn't that, Victoria? It was. Cheryl? It was more than a notion. And it's so nice to see women being honest and, and starting to wake up. When the men wake up, the ladies will wake up. They really will. All right? And so any other announcement, Hermes? No. Okay. So I really, really appreciate it. Uh, be, be, you're going to see this other way is the right way. The way you're doing it is not right. You'll see it. It'll change by itself. All right? I think that's it. Thank you all for tuning in. Don't forget to donate and support us. We absolutely appreciate it. And uh, we'll see you next time on the radio. Thank you all.